Well, hello, everyone. It is so good to be with you tonight via Facebook Live, I guess, streaming, however we're doing this, video. Video, whatever it is. You know, I just want to thank Bishop Rick Hawkins and Quest Church, Yolanda, for the invite, the opportunity to be a part of uh, the relationship series that that, uh, they're doing right now. And uh, that, that is such a great church. We've been there before, such a great ministry I mean, just powerful word, praise and worship, just with excellence. Love it. And we want to also say how much we appreciate his precious wife, Giovanna. And uh, we've been with her a couple of times, not only in church, but um, just having some fun time. And mm-hmm. we love you very much. And that precious young baby they just have, River Ricky. River Ricky. I, I love like that. that. So cool. precious. And so we congratulations on that precious little angel I just saw on Facebook. I think today that he's a little over a month old. I cannot believe how time flies. Wow. Well, let's do a song. This is February, so... Uh, Tell us what February is. Well, you know, I was studying about February, and it's noted to be the month of love and romance. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, wow, we're doing uh, money. And Everybody can use some of that. A little bit of it in their life. And so uh, us doing this money and relationship, I think it just fit really well. And so uh, I was actually driving down the road the other day when uh, you told me about the invite and was listening to this song. And I said, you know, that would be so appropriate for us to do that. I did. I said, let's do this song. So the name of it is How Sweet It Is to Be Loved by You. And so uh, if you're with your companion tonight or whoever, just kind of scooch over to them and tell them how great they are. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Here we go. It is to be loved by you. 
than I was to myself. For me, it's you and nobody else. Stop and thank you, baby. I wanna stop and thank you, baby. song is an oldie but a goodie and uh but i enjoy listening to those songs you know we were actually sitting in the living room the other night listening to james taylor sing that song mm -hmm. and i've come to the conclusion i like i love his version better than i do marvin gay sure oh i know i do yeah, marvin gay's good no james taylor is just one of my favorites he you know is amazing. our grandson says that too so he and i are in agreement with that hey you know what speaking of grandson i want to give a special thanks tonight to Nia, who yes. is on the camera. Yes. And Malik, who is everywhere. He just wrecked and out here on the floor. And we got Brandon over here. Yes. And uh, he's helping us with the audio. And Olivia over there with and the Olivia, computer. Olivia, yes. They are all busy. I love these guys. They yes. are a blessing Such to a the blessing. church. Yes, they Much are. of what you see at Celebration Life Church, they are doing it. Amen. And so, of course, they've got other help as well. They're another Josh is what they mm -hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Josh Reeves. Yeah, He's an yeah. amazing guy, isn't he? Yes, he is. We love those people out there. Yolanda, we're talking about relationships mm -hmm. and money. Yeah. Wow. And how money and relationship should merge <laughs> yes. effectively. And, um, you know, when we got married, speaking of money, Yolanda, let's, let's talk a little bit about, you know, when we got married... We had tons. We of had money. been saving and yeah. saving and planning and just strategizing. Yeah, I wish. We, we how long did we date? Seven months. Seven months. Yeah. And then we got married on the twenty seventh of December. Mm -hmm. And I won't say what year. No. But it's been a while ago. Yes, it has. But I will tell you this: I'll never forget you, Linda. It was two days after Christmas, and I'll never forget you told me you said, "I want you oh, for don't, please, please Christmas, don't go right?" There. Don't As a go Christmas there. gift, is that right? Right. Yeah. But we had saved, speaking of money, and we had a whopping $300. $300. And uh, I, I just, uh, I want to give this disclaimer. We're going to be talking about money and how important it is in a relationship and, and in marriage. But the truth is, probably the most important factor is what, Yolanda? Love. It's love. Yes, it is. I love the scripture where it says, many waters cannot quench love. Mm -hmm. If a man were to give all... Everything he had, all of his substance, so everything true. he owned for love or as a substitute, he said it, it would be utterly uh, despised. In other words, what he's saying there, there is no substitute for what we call love. And Amen? you know, speaking of money, stats tell us that money is the number one issues that couples fight about. Seriously? They fight about that's the number one issue and the second leading cause of divorce. Is money, and yes. I would have never thought that. 
the second leading cause. Yes. I thought it was the first. No, it is not. They fight about it, then they divorce. I'm going to check that stat. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> but no, it's the leading cause of, of fighting, but it's the second of divorce. Wow. Well, you know, I'll, let's talk about this. There are three, I want you guys to get this. There are three very powerful forces that connect everyone. And, and, and you know, in, in Yelena, it doesn't matter whether we like it or not. I don't mean that arrogantly. I'm just saying uh, there are three forces, very powerful forces that connect everybody. And it is blood, it is love, and it is money. Yeah, it is. Of course, blood being our DNA. You know, we're connected by blood. We're connected by DNA. We, we've got family, uh, our biology, um, our biological parents, if you will, um, our family ties. Mm -hmm. That's blood. Yeah. And we could talk about that a little bit. But, but then, then there's, as we've been talking about, there's love. These three powerful forces, love. Uh, love has to do, as you've been talking just a moment ago, Yolanda, with romance. It yeah. has to do with marriage. It has to do with friendships. Um, and especially, when I say friendships, especially, and I'm not talking about just acquaintances, but especially covenant relationships. Mm -hmm. People we truly, genuinely love yes. uh, and, and really admire and put a lot of... of um, Value on those friendships. So true. They're covenant relationships. And so, and then thirdly, uh, there's money. Remember, blood, love, and money. There's family, there's our DNA, then there's romance, there's marriage, all of these things. And then last but not least, there's money, which has to do with the workplace. All these three forces connect us. Yes, they do. Where we work, who, who we're connected with in our family. Um, and then our friendships, our romance. And I know I'm being repetitive here, but I don't want to drive this home. You know, our colleagues, people we work with at the workplace, uh, all of these things are so, so powerful. And, you know, with that having been said, uh, many times, um, you know, we have to go that extra mile, if you will, especially when it has to do with family ties. Yes. Uh, Let's let's be frank. Let's be honest and, and open. There there are there are some relationships, even in family, sometimes that are very very yes, difficult. But I, I want to say this, and I want you to I want you to speak into this, Shalanda. But our quality of life. I want you to think about this. Is directly for me. It is directly related or relegated to. And think about this. How well we manage our relationships, so and our money. Yes, sir. I want to say that again, how well we manage our relationships and, and, and money. And with that, when I, say, I use the word manage, I believe that we are stewards. The Bible teaches us that we are stewards of the manifold grace of God. I love that scripture because that word manifold has to do with multiplicity. It has to do with multiple or manifold. We are stewards over so much, land. Yes, it is. And we are, we are mandated to be good stewards. Mm -hmm. We're mandated to be good stewards of our relationships. The Bible teaches us that we're mandated to be good stewards of our money, not just frugal. Uh, because there's there's some things that we, you know, for example, if I'm spending something on you, some people might think that's not being frugal, but but for me it is being frugal and it's being smart because 
you know, if I go out and do something special for you, or if we go out for an evening, if you will, somebody says, well, you don't, you don't have that money to spend. And maybe not. You know, I, I don't want to debate anybody. But I will say this. For me, it's an investment. It is an investment. Anytime I can invest in my relationships, so it's a true. great, great uh, investment. Yes. And I want to say this about relationships, and I don't want to dominate this. No, I really no, want no, you go. to get involved tonight, Yolanda, with this. Uh, but relationships are never cured. No. We've got this thing that we think, you know, we're going to get our, our relationship fixed. I don't know that that's even possible no, because we are, we're... Uh, living human beings and 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 we have so much on our minds and so much we deal with and so much in life we have children we have family we have job we have you know mandate and purpose and we just go on and on so what I'm saying is that I don't think that it's possible to have a relationship cured relationships are not cured but they are managed. managed. Yes. Speak into that a little bit. Well, you know, I think about us. I start with us first, mm -hmm. and I think about our relationship, and, and you're talking about the value of that relationship. Mm -hmm. There are so many people that really don't value a relationship when God puts people in their lives. Right. And there are people there in our lives, I think, for a season, and then you, know, you separate. It's not that you have uh, any kind of animosity against them. It's just because you you needed them for that season. I think that's that is such a great valid point what you're talking about. Sometimes so if I if I'm hearing you right, correct me, but if I'm hearing you right, what you're saying is that sometimes it's good to just even if it's for just a season. Of course. To disconnect a little. Disconnect. Give somebody time. Yeah. Or give ourselves time. Well, you know, the, they say, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And so I believe that statement, you know, even though there's a lot of times and people laugh at us because, you know, you'll be going into town or, or leave the house or something <laughs> and you'll get out the driveway and I say, I'll call you and I say, where are you? And you say, Yolanda, I just got out of the driveway. I'm at the end of the driveway. <laughs> but, you know. I do the same thing. I know you do. But our relationship and we've value that because our time together is so special and we value the time that we spend together. I know I was watching the other day and actually on um, Instagram and Ron Carpenter was talking about he, him and, and Hope in the mornings, that special time that they sit in the morning and drink coffee and strategize. And mm -hmm. I thought that sounds like us. We do the same thing. It's priceless. And so that is a special value that we have and a time that we spend together that mm -hmm. I never want to lose. And you know, Yolanda, and, and in keeping with what you've been saying, there are times you need to be apart from me. Absolutely. Not long. Not long. There are times, and Two vice seconds. versa. <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> there are times that we just need some, some private time. That's or, true. You know, it's good for the girls to spend some time together or the guys to spend some time together. And, and, and all we're saying is that relationships have to be volleyed. They have to be managed. They're never so cured. True. And I feel so strong about what we're talking about right now, especially in that statement, because sometimes the most challenging yeah the most challenging and, and really often most painful uh, relationships are, uh, are with those that we love. That we love. I mean, sometimes the most painful situations and issues that we have to deal with mm. are with the people that we love. So true. You know, you and I have a fantastic relationship. I say it very openly. Yes. I, I, I mean, this is the truth. So we, have, we have a great marriage. We have great romance. Yes, we, we just do. enjoy life. Yes, we do. 
And it's amazing how many, how many marriages could be, could be repaired and could come back together if, if they would just, and this may sound almost corny and elementary to you, but sometimes just getting out on the front porch like we do so and true. just sitting there and chilling and playing a little Chris Bodie music and just, just chilling and enjoying one another. And, and so when we talk about relationships, and I love, I love what Ecclesiastes 10 and 19 and I don't know that I've ever heard anybody really address this, but I want to address this because I used to wonder about this scripture. Ecclesiastes 10 and 19 says that money answereth or answers all, all things. things. And if you just take that out of context, you don't understand that because money doesn't fix everything. Mm -mm. But, but what he's saying here, if you read that passage, you, you really get some understanding because it is actually said in a metaphor, a metaphor. And this is what it has to say. It says that laughter, notice, read the scripture, laughter, wine, and bread add a sparkle to life. Think I about that. that. See, we, we, we need to think about this. Laughter, wine, bread, you know, it adds a sparkle to life. In other words, it's wonderful. Yes, it is. When, when we read that scripture, and then he says this, but money answers all things. So what is he talking about? What he's saying here is that it takes money to buy that wine. It mm -hmm. takes money to buy that yeah, bread. bread. Yeah, it and it takes money to, to have that time together in terms of, for example, in, in really what I was reading and studying in the translations, it had to do with a party setting, a time when people were coming together yeah. and laughing and yeah. enjoying life. But, but what he's saying here, but it takes, somebody's got a Somebody's got to take the bill and, and, and you know, Pay put the bill. That's right. Somebody's got to take care of all of that. So when he says money answers all things, what he is really saying, that money matters. Yes, it does. Money matters. Yes, it does. And it really matters in a relationship. You know, there are things that, Yolanda, you have expectations, and expectations are normal in a relationship. It's uh, another word for me is reciprocation. It's mutual exchange. It is normal for us to have mutual exchange. And what is healthy in any relationship, and not just in a marriage, mm -hmm. I want you to think with me, not just in a marriage, but with any great, any great. significant relationship, there has to be some kind of mutual exchange. Absolutely. There has to be some kind of reciprocation. Mm -hmm. You know, the scripture says, to whomsoever much is given, much is going to be required. That's reciprocation. Mm -hmm. and, and so in a relationship, in a healthy relationship, yes, there are expectations. And, and you know, when you read this passage, Ecclesiastes 10 and 9, let's look at it from this perspective because it could have been, a, it could have been applicable in this, in, this, uh, in this perspective. It could have been a wedding. It could have been a feast. You know, in a Jewish wedding, they, they don't just have a wedding and done in a day. I mean, it goes on for days. Right. And there's laughter and there's dancing and mm -hmm. there's bread and there's food and there's wine. And, you know, and so when we look at this passage, money answers all things, what he's saying after the wedding, think about it, after the wedding, uh, the rehearsal dinner. I mean, those things are not cheap. No, they're not. Money, it's going to take some money to answer yes, all of that. Yes, it is. You know, when you think about the party, the, 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 the afterglow, if you will, somebody, yes, money matters in this situation. So 
I, I want to say this after the party. Can I just can I just talk into this metaphor and you land to speak into this? So after the party, let's just take the wedding. If he's speaking of a wedding there, mm -hmm. a party. Mm -hmm. uh, after the party is over, after let's just use it this way. After the honeymoon is over, after the wedding's over, money's gonna matter. Yes, it is. You know, we can't just laugh. Mm -mm. We can't just, you know, enjoy food and, and wine. And as he says here, that's all adds sparkle to life. But what keeps it and what helps us to maintain it, somebody has to bring something to the table in terms of some kind of means or money, if you that's will. True. So... Go ahead, Yolanda. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on a I'm on, oh, you're on a roll. That's I'm okay. on a roll Go here. Ahead. I, just, I don't want to just dominate No, no, no. You're fine. Well, you know, I, we've talked about the question here. You know, uh, do you marry for money or do you marry for love? Talk about and, Say and, that again. So, I love that. You know, In fact, there, let's ask the audience that tonight. Let's do that. Why did you marry? Yeah, you know, was it somebody that, that, that you were in love with or is somebody that... Uh, that you just felt like it was going to give you a platform or mm -hmm. was somebody who's going to provide for you the rest of your life. And what I love about our situation is that, yes, we had $300 when we first got married. But, you know, when we, what we started, we started uh, on a foundation of love. It wasn't about the money. It was even though money came later, thank God, and we have been blessed, and uh, God has supplied all of our needs. Thank you, Jesus. But but when the money fades, mm -hmm. and you go through the hard times, and you go through the times of wondering if you can pay the bill the next month, you still, if you marry for love, you can still fall back on that connection and that covenant that God gave you in I love. I like what you were, t were talking about, Yolanda. Sometimes people marry for the wrong reasons. That's so true. I don't want to talk about I don't throw a couple of words out there. And I know we don't have a lot of time here. But compatible purpose. Yeah. Think about what I'm talking about. Compatible purpose. You know, you can't mix oil and water. No. They don't mix. They're not compatible. No. And when you take, the Bible talks about don't be unequally yoked since we're talking about relationships. And one of the worst things that can happen to anybody mm -hmm. is for them to marry somebody, enter into a marriage, a covenant, a sacred relationship, if you will, and there's no compatibility. They're not, they're not equally yoked And how together. many times we've seen that. Oh, my goodness. You know, and, and we have sat down with people and, and, and counseled them before marriage and said, you know, you need to realize mm -hmm. wh who this person is and where they're going and what they're doing and what their life is and, you know, what it involves. And, and do you want to get involved yes, in this kind of thing? Yes, and absolutely, yes, yes, yes. And then get down the road and then realize that they had no interest in it at all because they were looking for other things in a marriage besides covenant mm -hmm. and that's so sad i think it's so 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 important that when we marry when we come into a relationship a covenant relationship because that's so what marriage true. is yes i heard somebody say one time and it really disappointed me because well i'm just going to stop with that but i'm not going to say who it was obviously but but they made a statement and i and i really and i still do i have a lot of appreciation for this person but but they made the statement that that they had been married and they said that was just for a season a season I and, and that. i understand i so don't don't throw me under the bus for this. I understand that there are different seasons of life and we go through that. I, I understand that. But let me just say this. Marriage is not for a season. No, Marriage it isn't. has to do with covenant yes. relationship. Yes, it does. And and you know, when you talk about Yolanda, how that uh 
you know, you were mentioning a while ago, I think it was just a moment ago, you had mentioned something about, uh, well, let's just, let's just lay it on the table. You and I, we have the same bank account. Yeah, we do. You don't have your checking account. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm, I'm going to probably get in trouble here. But, but we, we decided when we started off, as Jesus said, you're no more twain, too. You're, you're no one. more this person and this person. Mm -mm. But you are now one. You are one flesh. And when we come together in a covenant relationship, and if you understand anything about covenant, if, you ever stood under, uh, if you've ever studied covenant, you understand that covenant simply means this. Let me just break it down. It means a lot of things. It gets deep, but let me just simplify it. Covenant simply means that what's yours, Yolanda, is mine. Mm -hmm. What is mine is yours. is yours. That's so true. If I have something, I don't mm -hmm. keep that to myself. No. But we have come into a covenant yes, now. Yes, we have. And you know, when you start talking about covenant and the exchange of the arm and the exchange of the code and the covering and so forth and so on, you know, you realize that covenant is a very powerful thing. Yes, it is. Uh, you know, I, I, I uh, was talking to a friend who was actually a, a bank president. And he was telling me, Yolanda, that uh, he was trying to save a marriage of some friends. I was in his office and we were talking and he said, you know, I'm trying to save this marriage right now. He said, uh, this man's wife, he says, uh, has gone out behind her husband and she has ran up a $60,000 debt on credit cards. And, and says uh, she had not been honest. She'd kept it from him. She had not been open. She had not been faithful with her husband. And he said, I'm trying to help her. He said, in fact, I'm trying to, to keep them from getting in trouble right now. And then he made a statement to me. And he said, I don't know, you said it's number two. But he said one of the number one causes mm. for divorce is money. Yeah. Is money because they squabble over money and, and they have their difference. So money does marry. Uh, does matter rather. Let, let me just go through some things because we don't we don't have a lot of time here, and you know, just speak into this. Absolutely. But I really believe, I really believe that there's a lot of unnecessary friction. There's a, a lot of unnecessary conflict uh, that are typically the result of just simply the lack of communication. Second Corinthians, get this. Second Corinthians five eighteen and nineteen. I'm not going to read all this. Don't have time. But he says we've been given two things. Number one, the ministry of reconciliation and the word of reconciliation. And, and the Greek here actually is very powerful because it simply means this is translated, break the silence. Mm -hmm. uh, in other words, don't try to sweat one another out. Communicate. Talk. Break the silence. And there will be no reconciliation until parties talk. And so he says we've been given, and it means a lot of other things, but but... Then we read in Ephesians 4, verses 29 through 32, he talks about corrupt communication, and it's actually translated spoken thought. In other words, people who speak what is on their mind, and, and, and notice what it means here. It's poor communication, and it will sabotage any relationship because some people have no filter. They don't, they don't filter anything. Mm -mm. They just say mm -mm. the first thing that comes to their mind. It's just spoken thought. And so... Great communicators, they filter their thoughts. They filter their words uh, because words are thoughts. And, and so I encourage you today to, to think about your relationships. Uh, our good friend Ron Carpenter says something that, that I'm telling you, it has, I have feasted on this again and again and again. He said, what we value moves towards us. That's so true. What we don't value moves, moves away, away from us. Yes. And, and, and so powerful, but, but good communication 
you know, I heard, I heard somebody say this one time, you don't have to die to go to hell. Mm-mm. Think about that. You don't have to die to go to hell. So true. Sometimes all you have to do is just go home. Mm-hmm. I have, Elena, you and I both have talked to men and women, over married and men and again. women that are out just riding around and they won't go home. I've asked them how many times, what are you doing? You're still out at this time of night. And, and I've heard them say many times, because if I go home, it is hell. That's it. And so, you know, some people, some people, Yolanda, are just like, I mean, you know, they're serial killers. They go from one person to the next killing, and they have a mode, a modus operandi, a mm-hmm. way of doing that, and who they seek out. And, you know, that's called serial killers. When I think about serial killers, I, I want to talk about just for a second here and throw this out here, food for thought. There are people who are serial. I want you to think about this. They are serial relationship killers. Mm -hmm. They cannot hold on to a relationship. They go from one relationship to the next, one relationship to the next. And it's because they're poor communicators. And, And one of the things is that they always are blaming someone else. And so, you know, there's so much we could talk about, and maybe we can come back and talk about some more of this, but, but we just, I want to remind you that, you know, a relationship Money does matter to a relationship. Yes, it does. And you have to have, as the Bible teaches us, that most important part of the recipe, which is our love for one another. And, you know, you were talking about communication. And to me, that is vitally important. I think everything will fall into play, whether it be money, whether it be household, whether it be your children, Mm -hmm. whether it be grandchildren, whatever it is, is that we need to take the time to communicate with one another and let that person know in your life that you're spending your lifetime with is vital, important, and communication is the key. Stats tell us that people that talk have happier and healthier marriages. I love that. And so when you, you know, we stay so busy in our in our life and, and feel like that other things are a priority. But what's most important is to sow and to invest into your marriage, into your children, and into your church, into the kingdom of God. And that's so vitally important. Amen. Yes. So vitally we important. We love you guys. Thank yes, you so we much do. for taking time to be a part of this. I know we enjoy it, and I hope it makes a difference in your life. Remember, manage your relationships. Do something special for somebody. God bless. God bless. We love you.